This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports 24-7. 1057 The Fan. One of our favorite times of the week, Thursday at 3.30. That's when we're joined by Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger, host of the Odyssey Original Podcast in the Huddle with Jason Lockett for and Carl Dukes covering the entire NFL. And Baldy joins us courtesy of the Ashley Furniture guest hotline as well. And Baldy, good afternoon. Thank you as always for joining us. Let's start with the Ravens. It was an old-school AFC North kind of battle. The Ravens had the ball last, and they went to their bread and butter with Lamar Jackson and hit running and throwing to Mark Andrews. What did you see on that final drive? I saw that, you know, including the, you know his longest run of the day, the 19-yarder, where basically serpentine through that Cincinnati defense, giving the other side of the 50 a couple more plays, and they were in Justin Tucker's range. So, you know, that's what these, you know, that's what you're expecting your quarterbacks to be able to do. In crunch time, when you're down, you know, 17-16, and you got to be able to to deliver, and he did. And you know, it's it's not like Cincinnati doesn't know that Mark Andrews is getting the ball, and he still is getting the ball. So it's still kind of unbelievable that you know it's just like Travis Kelsey in Kansas City. I mean, these guys are just that good at kind of recognizing what you're doing, how to beat it, what the move is, and so. Uh, those two guys, it's still the foundation to this whole offense. Speaking of unbelievable, Baldy, the Ravens go up to the Meadowlands this week, and they, they face a Giants team yeah. in which Saquon Barkley has 115 touches, Baldy, and there ain't another running back, wide receiver, or tight end on that team with even 20. You've got a quarterback and a running back who have amassed 906 yards from scrimmage, and the rest of the team has 848, Baldy, in the year 2022, five games into a season. How can an NFL team be 4-1 and one running everything through a running back in this era of football? You know, it's, it's, it's well, it comes out of Brian Dable. I mean, he's just, he's just a great coach. Going back to what coaching is all about, honestly, Jason, it's what do we got? What's the best way to kind of emphasize it and create offense out of what we have? They got a quarterback that can run. He's okay at throwing it. He's a, he's, he's a good runner. Yeah. And they got Saquon. So they put Saquon in uh, Wildcat last week. Yeah. Uh, they put him in Wildcat with an unbalanced offensive line. They put him at, in a stacked position at wide receiver. Uh, you know, they they put him in a position to win the game. He did. Uh, that's their best player. And so how do we maximize that? And it's smart. But really, I mean, outside of Darius Slayton catching a couple balls last week, they've won games without – Wide receivers. Yeah, you talk about in the modern yeah. 2022 era, they literally don't even line up wide receivers in a lot of formations, and so. But that's that's not their strength. They're not good at it. Guys can't stay healthy. They don't practice. The hell with them. Let, let's go with what we got. 
you know, we'll see if Saquon can hold up at this pace Oof. over the course of the season because not many guys have been able to handle that kind of load. But in the meantime, you're finding ways to win games, and Wink is doing the same thing on the other side of the ball. Speaking of Wink, Baldy, of course, he was here in Baltimore from 2012 through last season. Have you seen any different wrinkles from Wink now in New York, and how does his defense stack up against the Ravens' offense? Well, he doesn't have the corners that he had in, in Baltimore. I mean, you know, there was a year, three years ago, they were number one defensive football. Yeah. And they had corners that could just line, you know, Marlon Humphrey. And, you know, I mean, they were they were pretty stacked. Jimmy Smith was still in his yep. game. Um, you know, so he doesn't have that in New York. Although he still is not afraid to go up there and play with Fabian Moreau and Nick McLeod and some of the guys, Dory Jackson, whoever he's got available. Um, they've got five guys playing defense that were on the roster Labor Day weekend. So, you know, he's a great teacher, and he's got these guys believing. He's got Julian Love playing the best, best football of his life. Xavier McKinney, the safety, loves playing for him. He batted down Aaron Rodgers' pass in the last play of the game. Uh, they, they still pressure you, though. They pressure you not like he did with the Ravens, though. Ravens, he would literally have you guessing up to the snap which way the overload was coming, and one side would come, the other side would drop out. And he's not doing that. You know, I don't see those type of pressures. But it's like it's an endless, it's an endless list of pressures. They just keep coming, but they're different. Different what he did in Baltimore. I mean, if Baltimore watches what he's doing in New York, it's nothing that they saw while he was there in Baltimore. It doesn't look like that. Talking to Brian Baldinger, it's Inside Access here on The Fan. Uh, Baldy, one more Ravens thing. Ronnie Stanley only played a third of the snaps, but what would you think of him? Well, it's good to just see him out there. You know, Makari came in, and, uh, you know, the, the good thing is, uh, I would say this about any offensive tackle. You never mentioned his name. You didn't know he was out mm-hmm. there. That's a good thing. You know, like we didn't see any bad plays. He wasn't on the ground. So that's a, that's a good start as they try to work him kind of back into, into shape here after such a, you know, a long layoff. Baldy, um, Pittsburgh Steelers, been a iconic franchise obviously Mike Tomlin's never experienced a losing season does he have the sort of the metal and what it takes to get this thing back on track or have they just sort of hit the point of no return from a personnel standpoint and it is just going to be a reboot sort of transition season you know it looks like it's a rebuild right now it's early Um, there's time to come out of the crypt um, you know, it was, you know, I mean, if you want to try to find a positive last week, you know, Kenny Pickett to throw to George Pickett, mm-hmm. a couple of rookies, you know, they, they connected quite a few times, a lot of time in throws, the ball gets out of Pickett's hands really fast. They need that behind an, a shaky offensive line. They don't run the ball. Well, I, you know, I don't, I can't speak to what kind of health Najee Harris is, right. but he, he, he's not an effective back right now. I think the rookie Jalen Warren mm-hmm. is actually a better fit for what they do. He, he always shows up, um, you know, defensively, they don't have many play. I mean, they just don't have many playmakers. And so uh, what Buffalo did to him, it, I mean, I don't want to disparage any franchise, but it looked like the varsity against the JV on Sunday with what, you know, Josh Allen did from the third play on and Pittsburgh was pretty helpless to try to stop the slot, the onslaught. Well, Baldy, a team that we thought was going to undergo a rebuild coming into the year is the Seahawks. Yes, they're only two and three. Their defense stinks, but 
Geno Smith, the transformation that he has underwent this season, I'm assuming you definitely didn't see this coming. I didn't. I don't know if anybody did. <laughs> no. But, but, it, but you know, you watch him against New Orleans, who's a quality defense, and his throws were amazing. I mean, it's rolling to his left. It's hitting Kenny Lockett over the top against triple coverage and putting it in the only spot that could actually be a completion. I mean, it's putting it on the fingertips of D.K. Metcalf, one that he dropped in the end zone but can't throw it any better. Uh, you know, it's in the offense makes a lot of sense. I mean, this is not – a curmudgeon Pete Carroll offense where they're just running it, you know, three clouds, you know, and a bunch of dust. Yeah. I mean, they're taking shots down the field. And the two rookie tackles are playing really good football, Abraham Lucas and Charles Cross. And so they're getting protection. Uh, this, they've got a bunch of rookies. Kenneth Walker took over for Rashad Penny. He, he looked pretty good in there too. Uh, you know, they're playing, you know, one thing about Pete Carroll, and I know this is about, you know, Gino, but one thing about Pete, and he's always – he did this at USC, and he's always done it in the NFL. He's not afraid to play young guys. And he knows that they're going to make mistakes early, but he's going to win with these guys late. And, you know, when you watch Tariq Woolley right now, I mean, he might be as good a corner as there is in football. And so these young guys, they're going to come around on defense. They'll get better as the season goes on. But offensively, Gino is it's really the story of this season so far. Baldy should – should Cheesehead Nation be concerned? You and I talked a lot this summer. We thought that defense would be the star while the offense sort of transitioned and just hung in there. Now they're not pushing the ball down the field at all, and they're not able to hold leads, and they're not using the running backs probably as much as they should. Are, are you concerned? I'm not concerned because not, well, you know, we've never seen them 3-2 and two under Matt LaFleur, so – there's concern there. And the fact that they couldn't score a point against the Giants the second half, mm-hmm. they couldn't get one deep shot against the Giants. It's a concern, but I think they have to realize that this, there is not, I mean, I think they think Devontae's still there with some of these routes yeah, yeah. that they're throwing. I mean, he dinked and dunked against the Giants like Aaron Rodgers maybe only can. I mean, it was just one quick throw after another. Ball's coming out sidearmed. It's, it's, it's smoke routes. It's hot routes. Um, he's feeding everybody. And he looked like he just got impatient doing it. But I think he has to be – I think he's smart enough to know that this is who we are right now. And we have to use Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon as much as we possibly can because they're both really good players. So you see them on the field together now. Like, I think they could come out of this. But the concern, really, I think the offense is going to be fine. But defensively, they should be better than they are. Yeah. Like, they just have not played well as a group. And – I can't point to one thing because they got really good players everywhere, but they have not played well as a group. Baldy, big time Sunday night game, and that's the Cowboys Eagles. And Cowboys defense has been phenomenal this year. They haven't given up 20 points in a game yet. Why has this defense been so dominant? Well, they've gone up against a lot of really bad offensive lines, to be honest with you. I mean, they beat up on Washington, beat up on Cincinnati. Uh, terribly. They beat up on the Rams last week with backups everywhere. So I'm not taking anything away from them, but I mean, their front, they didn't blitz once against the Rams last week, and there was Matt Stafford in the fourth quarter, completely laid out on his back. Um, you know, he ate a lot of dirt in SoFi Stadium on Sunday with what they did to him with a four-man rush. I, I, they can't do that to the Eagles. Although, they, they have tremendous team speed. They got freakishly great athletes, starting with Micah. 
Uh, they're very well coordinated. They don't break down. And so this is a good test for the Eagles. They haven't seen a team with this kind of speed or athletes. The, the Eagles have done a great job of taking care of the football. Nobody has really forced Jalen Hurts into making mistakes. But this is the type of team that could, that could happen. I think the Eagles are a much better team everywhere. But I do think that, uh, that that's, the, that's the X factor is can they force Jalen Hurts into some uncharacteristic mistakes, mistakes he, haven't, he hasn't made so far this season. Baldy, always great. Thank you so much for your time, Thanks, man. Thanks, brother. Always, guys. You bet, man. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks, bud. That was Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Make sure to follow In the Huddle on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.